תזכו לשנים רבות, נעימות וטובות. Great students, boys and girls of our great yeshiva, מגן דוד. I think it is obvious what the topic of today is. Being that we're just a few days from the new year. Rosh Hashanah, Tavshin Pegimal, Shiavo Alenu Letova, Amen. I came to reveal to our members this morning a great secret. The objective of Rosh Hashanah is to come out with a good year. Everything is going to be written. Our health, our parnasah, our friends, our brain power, our success, our moods, all these things are going to be determined on Rosh Hashanah. And people ask me all the time, Rabbi, what do I have to do on Rosh Hashanah to merit a good and prosperous judgment? Consider it your lucky day, because today I'm going to reveal to you how to accomplish it. And mind you, it is guaranteed. Now let me tell you what it's not first. Uh, some of our members think that if they put a red string around their wrist, that that'll somehow bring them fortune and good luck. Well, they're not so wrong. Because the person that sold you the red string made a lot of money. To the seller of that string, it is lucky. But to the one that wears it, I'm not too sure. So today I came to tell you something that's real. And it comes from this paper right here. Yeah, show and tell. This is a book that was written by a rabbi that lived in Spain. One of us, Sefaradim about 600 years ago, <clears throat> 1400s. His name was Rabbi Yosef Albo. He wrote a book called Sefer Ikarim, the book of principles. And he says the following, to be Jewish, you must believe in certain things. Today we're going to test your Jewishness. He says to be Jewish and to be considered legitimately Jewish and accepted, you have to believe in at least three primary emunah. He argues on Maimonides, by the way. Because Harabam says to be a legal Jew, you need to believe in 13 things. He makes it easier. I'm going to go with the Ikarim. If anybody's interested in seeing the 13 principles of Maimonides, you can open up your Sidur and at Eftar Alirun Shabayah, there's a list of all the 13 things you have to believe in. But again, I came today to make it easy. I'm going to take Rabbi Albo's opinion. You just have to believe in three primary, we call them core beliefs. If you're taking notes, number one, I assume our members can remember three things. Number one, he says, Mitziut Hashem. You must believe that there is a God. There's a reality in the world, although you don't see it. He is present and he created the world. 
and he is all-knowing what's taking place in the world at all times. Don't let anybody tell you that this world came about any other way except for the only way we accept, as it says on page one of the Torah, Bereshit bara Elohim et hashamayim ve'et ha'ares, period. You must believe in that, in the most basic understanding, mitziut Hashem. Number two, it moves very quickly. Schar va'onesh. You must know, you do something good, like you're doing right now, this is incredible. Hundreds of our boys and girls sitting here with great attendance and attentiveness and pure silence. Shekhinah on all your faces and you're listening with great thirst to understand the word of God. You're doing the greatest mitzvah. You're studying Torah. Don't think for a minute you're not going to get reward. Your reward is coming. You must believe that there is sakhar. You do something right, you're going to get paid. Now don't go home and look for the check in the mail because you don't get paid instantaneously. The payment is deferred. But God has very good accounting system in heaven. He knows exactly what he owes you. And you're going to get everything. And I will even add with interest. Now I must tell you the other side of the story. Though I never like to talk about this side. But it's a reality. There's also repercussions to our bad actions. There's punishment. I mean, make a big mistake in this yeshiva. For example, somebody wants to involve themselves in rude behavior like bullying, you'll see a perfect example how punishment will be met out. There's punishment. Do great in the yeshiva and become an exemplary student, you'll see reward. By the way, our parents reward us and punish, punish us all the time, or well, at least they should. I mean, in the olden days, that's what parents did. So we must believe that God rewards us for our good deeds and there's repercussion for the misdeeds. Are we clear so far? Wonderful. There's only one more. The third core belief is Torah min hashamayim. The Torah that we have was given to us from heaven. The Torah is not a synthetic book. The Constitution of the United States was written by men. Yes, bright men, smart men. They had a convention, they wrote it, but it's a synthetic document. It's not divine. There's only one book in this world that was given from heaven and written by God Himself. And that's the Torah. And let nobody come along and say that it was written by Moshe or it was written by Yehoshua or some rabbi added some pesukim, has v'shalom. The entire Torah was given from heaven. That's the third belief. Torah min hashamayim. I was once in Montreal, Canada and they had a Sefer Torah dedication. And everybody's dancing in the streets and reveling. And I was next to a a police officer, those police officers over there, they have the boots up to their knees and the big hats. And he tells me, excuse me, Rabbi, 
What's all the fuss? What are they dancing? Why are they closing the streets? What are you celebrating? I said, we just finished the book. This, this Torah over here, we added the last letter. He says, you're making a party for a book? He says, across the street, we have the Queen's College. There's over 10,000 books in that library. And we never made a party for one of them. What makes this book different? I said, your officer, the 10,000 books in that library are man-made. For a man-made product, you don't block the streets and make a party. This book is one of a kind. It's Torah Menashamayim. It's the brain of God on paper. And now we review the three Ikarim of Rabbi Albo. I don't review it, you're going to review it. Ikar number one. Yes, Mitziat Hashem is correct. The God is present. Number two. Skarba Onish, very good. Reward and punishment. Number three. Wonderful. That's it. If you believe in those three, consider yourselves a legitimate Jew. If not, please meet me in my office after the Dirash. So what does this have to do with Rosh Hashanah? Says Rabbi Albo, if you open up the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, which is the longest Amidah of the year, and we might argue the most important Amidah of the year, you'll notice that the Amidah of Musaf is divided into three parts. Part number one is called Malchuyot, part number two is called Zichronot, and part number three is called you're unbelievable. Shofarot is correct. You think it's a coincidence? Three core beliefs, three parts of the Amidah. Says the Rav, what does Malchuyot represent? That God is the sovereign king of the entire world, heaven and earth. Malchuyot recommits ourselves to the first principle of faith in Mitziut Hashem. Hashem yimloch le'olam ba'ed. God is the eternal king. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. And he is one and he is the creator. Malchuyot, we recommend ourselves to the emunah of Mitziut Hashem. Then we get to Zichronot. What does that talk about? Well, I don't want to surprise you, but you're going to see Noah in the middle of the Amidav Musaf. What is Noah doing in the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah? How did he get there? Because we tell the story of Noah. There was a generation called Dora Mabul. They were bad folk. Bad people. They committed crimes of theft, immorality. And you know what God did to that generation? When you do wrong, there's consequence. That's called Onish. But Noah was a Sadiq. And what did God do to Noah and his family? The Sadiq got rewarded by getting saved. We mentioned the story in Zichronot 
of a classic example of scharva onish. Principle number two. Take a guess what Shofarot talks about. You're unbelievable. Exactly correct. In Matan Torah, perfect. Shofarot, we come along and start. Atanigleta, you revealed yourself at Har Sinai on the most magnificent day where there was thunder and lightning and the shofar was blasting and on that day, God Almighty, you came down at Har Sinai and you gave us the Torah in mitzvot. Shofarot, we commit ourselves to the principle of Torah min hashamayim. I am now teaching you a kavanah. When you pray the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah in Malchuyot, you say to yourself, I believe in the Creator, in the oneness of God. Mitzi'ut Hashem. He is the only one and there's no other. He is the King of the heavens and the earth. When you get to Zichronot, you remind yourself, for the good that I have done, I will get reward. And for the mistakes, there will be repercussion unless I make Teshuvah. Therefore, make Teshuvah and there will be no repercussion. Noah was a good man, he got reward. His generation was defunct and they got punished. Shofarot, you say to yourself, I believe in every single letter of our Torah, from Bereshit to Le'eneko Yisrael. Every word and every dot was given from heaven. Our book is not man-made, it's not made in China. Our book is made in heaven and is the only book of its kind. Now the secret. What happens when you do that? What happens when you say the three parts of Musaf and you connect it to the three principles of faith? Now I quote Rabbi Albo. And he says, Ubazer, through this, Yizkeh ha'adam bedino lefne Hashem. I repeat it again. Ubazer. And through this, or by this, Yizkeh ha'adam, the person, boy or girl, will merit bedino in his judgment. According to this rabbi, it's not the red string that gets you a good judgment. It's the recommitment to the three principal core faith values of Judaism. And that is done in Musaf. And when one recommits himself at that moment, Borei Olam says they believe, the judgment is signed and sealed to your favor. Consider, consider yourselves lucky that you come to this yeshiva. Because they're not telling this secret in other places. I don't even know if they know it. The students of Magan David Yeshiva now have been empowered with a great, great weapon, a spiritual weapon, in order to silence the prosecutor on Rosh Hashanah and the Satan. Satan cannot say a word when Bnei Israel commits themselves to the three principles of faith. And I will conclude. I will conclude. The Gemara says that when we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, well, we blow it twice. First we blow it sitting, and then we blow it standing. 
And the Gemara says, when we blow the, the shofar the second time standing, the Satan gets flustered. The language of the Gemara is, Satan. Satan is the prosecuting lawyer. And if you're in court, God forbid, the best thing you could do is to get the prosecuting lawyer flustered. And he starts to stand in front of the judge shaking and he can't open his mouth. When you blow the shofar standing, Satan loses his mouth. And I ask the simple question. Why doesn't he get flustered in the first 30 sounds when we're sitting? Why does he only get flustered in the second 30 sounds of the shofar that we say standing? Or that we blow standing? You know why? You're unbelievable. The first 30 sounds, we don't blow them in the Amidah. And therefore they're not connected to Malchuyot, Zichronot, and Shofarot. The second sets of Shofar are blown and they're connected to the three principles of faith. When the Satan hears the Shofar and sees our thoughts of Mitzi'ut Hashem, Schar Onesh, Torah he says, I can't open my mouth. These people have beat me in emunah, and emunah always wins. And it is my blessing. First and foremost, to the great staff of our great yeshiva, to Dr. Vital, my partner in this great endeavor. And yes. To all our great teachers that are here from Limudeh Kodesh and all our teachers that represent the secular department, on behalf of myself and Mag and David, we wish you a Shana Tovam Borechet, a prosperous and a healthy and a productive year. To the boys and girls of our yeshiva, I take this opportunity to wish you all and your extended families a Shana Tovah. Whatever Tovah means, with all its interpretations, may God Almighty only bring down to you and your families what is good, but is in our ability by committing ourselves to Malchuyot, Zichronot, and Shofarot. Shabbat Shalom B'Shana Tovah.